Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Brought to you on the fan by Laurelhurst Market. More than just your family neighborhood steakhouse. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein. here's your host, Jason Swigard. Well, fine. good morning to you all. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers uh, out there this weekend. Hopefully uh, you are going to get in some golf. Weather will get better for Father's Day. Today might be a few raindrops, a little cloudy, a little cooler, but uh, weather will improve for Sunday for sure. Take Dad out and play some golf. Yes. Yep. Be fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play tomorrow. I'm not going to play today. It's, uh, I'm going to work with a student today. But uh, tomorrow, playing a little bit, bit of golf. I think I'm going to play late this afternoon. Yep. Probably early Sunday, then go do Father's Day stuff, and then uh, fall goes well 18 on Monday. Wow. You're becoming a golfer. I'm trying to. And yeah. I'm only taking it easy because I don't want to kill the leg and have the tendonitis come back and be back in the damn boot. Right. There's it- nothing more annoying than that damn boot. So tell us, uh, you shoot 42, and then you come back with yeah, a 49. So I, did, I so. did a day night. So Sunday, Saturday, I just let it rest. And then Sunday, I went out bright and early, played the back nine at Forest Hills, mm-hmm. and shot 42, and that included a triple on 16 because I put it in the water and three-putted. And yeah. anybody that's played 16 on there knows that just, I, yeah. It's not. <laughs> Is it a stupid move or just uh, uh it was uh, it was an ambitious second shot attempt that almost worked. It's not like I totally biffed it. I took a risk and yeah, came up just short. And the, then the golf world is is full of almost cruel. attempts. Yeah, it's like fishing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then I three putted. Yeah, because it's a tiny little green that's carved into the side of a hill right over the water. Okay, and it slopes. Uh, back to front, back towards the water, and if you get on the high side, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's true at so many golf courses at Royal Oaks. The greens are absolutely perfect, running at about, felt like 13 if you're above the hole, and uh, a little bit more like 11 if you're below the hole. It's really fast. Um, Oh, yeah, and uh, and Forest Hills is getting them dialed in. They expect them to be, we'll see how much moisture may come today, but uh, if it's dry, they expect things to be super smooth and slick the way they like them putting is a big deal and we've got a a, a guest today and some things to give away we do we do our friends from seymour putters are back with us so we have two more 250 dollars uh gift certificates uh that'll include a fitting and and a base level uh putter for you and so ted galena will join us and uh, at 8 30 in the tip segment to talk more about the fitting 
how it's why it's important to fit a putter and the different aspects that go into fitting a putter. Yeah, Ted's an instructor, so he's worked with tour players. So we're gonna, I want to ask him, how do you work with a tour player on putting? It's not as if they're just learning. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. How do you keep them sharp? And then when they start to lose it. Yeah. Because we saw some uh, some dudes uh, missing some clutch uh, three and a half footers down the stretch there at Colonial on Sunday. There, by the grace of God, go I. Those three footers for. You know, to make a par, to make a birdie, whatever. Oh, God, I wish I'd make every three to five footer that I face. But you know what? I can't. Exactly. Well, and it gets to the pros, too. And they, they do feel the uh, the moment, as right. it were. Those, yeah. those three and a half footers you don't even think about on Thursday in round one, all of a sudden Sunday to uh, possibly win a tournament become 30 footers. <laughs> they, they're really, for some reason, the hole shrinks from yep. four and a quarter inches down to about two inches when the pressure's on. Our buddy Jeff Sanders, uh, who is uh, president of uh, Lagadier Golf, who's changed their name. They had a name change, so I got to find out about that. I believe it's Sport 5 now is the new name so we'll okay. find out about that we'll find out about uh, the winco foods portland open the corn ferry tour is back and operating as well uh the report came out yesterday afternoon round two of the rbc heritage nick watney has tested positive for covid uh, apparently while he was there and so uh, he withdrew before starting his second round but now the pga tour putting all of those protocols and the, all the documentation now that's going into effect so how closely uh, he and everybody on the corn ferry tour is watching that as well as his understanding of what it's going to take if fan if there's a chance fans are going to be in or if at this point he's moving forward saying we're just going to have to play this tournament with uh just the players caddies and tournament officials and the bare bones minimum we need to operate the tournament yeah we're going to talk more about that uh in our business of golf i guess and uh but this is a liquid situation it it's uh it's changing constantly and it's very difficult for those of us who human nature we're all creatures of habit yep and so some habits are hard to break and whether you intend on breaking them or not uh it can be a problem. So, uh, yeah, so he'll join us at 8.15, 8.45. We'll go back and we'll get more into the, the Nick Watney positive test. We got some uh, uh, audio from his playing partner in round one, Vaughn Taylor, after he was informed. Rex Hoggard uh, from Golf Channel was on this morning with kind of uh, more of an update, so you will let you get the latest on that. Uh, but as always, now we start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Both the Corn Ferry Tour and PGA Tour back in action for a second straight week. Corn Ferry Tour last week uh, was at TPC Sawgrass uh, playing the uh, Dives Valley course, not the stadium course, but Luke List. Uh, 367, closed strong, got a one-stroke victory over Shad Tootin and Joseph Bramlett. Uh, to, boy, he hadn't won since the 2012 South Georgia Classic back on the Corn Ferry Tour. That was a 208 winless streak uh, with 62 Corn Ferry Tour starts, 146 PGA Tour starts. So he uh, couldn't have been happier. He was the other playing partner in Nick Wadi, uh, by the way, for from uh, Thursday. But uh, a big win for him in his career, uh, help him keep things back on the PGA Tour. Yeah, it's so tough for, for players who, uh, you know what, they come and go. Yep. And, and they are grateful to have a place to go to. Uh, the Corn Ferry Tour gives them the competitive uh, opportunity to make it back onto the tour. Uh, Good for Luke List. I would have liked to have seen uh, Bramlett uh, become. That would have been a great story. Yeah, the second African American to win on the Quinn Ferry Tour. That would have been a nice story. Very similar to the uh, Harold Varner uh, issue uh, at Colonial. And uh, I was concerned last week that he would not be able to hold up under pressure and his putting would go a little bit of south, uh, speaking of Harold Varner, and it did. 
Uh, But I can tell you, Brahma did not crumble under any amount of pressure. He was right there at the end. Yeah, he he just got outplayed a a little bit by Luke List. He uh, started out slow. Uh, List started out very fast in that final round. And he just he stuck with them, but uh, came up a shot short. So this week they went uh, down the road to the uh, where'd they go? The King and Bear Classic. So the uh, mm-hmm. World Golf Village, the King and Bear. Vince India is your leader, twenty five under par. Now they are playing round four today. They started on Wednesday because uh, they were in such close proximity for the guys. Chris Kirk two back at twenty three under. They've started their round today. Ben Martin, Chad Ramey, Justin Lower, all at 20 under par. Um, but, yeah, you're looking at Vince India, who uh, is trying to run away with this thing. Shot a course record 62 in round three. He had a four-shot lead going into today. And uh, he's he's looking for his first, uh, first career Corn Ferry championship. Yeah, I'm looking at these golf courses that they're playing early in the season. And it's a delayed season. Uh, they're playing a lot of short courses. Uh, they're not real long, and the conditions have been pretty pretty good for them, and so there's a lot of scoring. And I think what's going on, it, I think it's a good thing. Players are feeling more comfortable getting back into it. If you threw them into a U.S. Open-type setup, I think players would be pretty upset and, and not feel good about, uh, about the season starting. But being able to score, uh, make a lot of birdies as yep. they are at uh, at Harbor Town and here, uh, I think it's good for players to feel good about it, and it's good for people to watch them make a lot of birdies. Well, and if you remember at last year's Winco Foods Portland Open, India double bogeyed 18 on Sunday, and that knocked him from 25th to 26th and kept him from getting his PGA Tour card. Yeah, I know. He hit uh, it in that bunker yep. just short and then flubbed it coming out and missed the putt off the green, and it was it was heartbreaking. That, yeah, that that is tough. We're going to talk to Jeff about that. He'll he'll fill us in on all the, the ugly details there. I feel bad. Uh, India's a great kid. Uh, he's a kid. He's 31. He's been out there for a little while. But, but uh, it's tough to see anyone struggle. Uh, particularly on that 18th hole, which doesn't look like much, you know, it's par five, you, you know, you hit it straight off the tee, you avoid the bunkers, right on the right. And either uh, lay up or you, in his case, I don't think people realize how narrow that entry is. You have the overhanging trees and then the way that the green is shaped then with the waist area down below, how tight it is to hit the proper shot and the green and the, uh, the hole placement on Sundays is usually up front, closer to the front. And it's as close as they can get it to the false, the fall off. Oh, to the left there. I hate that. They're brutal with that. Yeah, I've putted down there. I've also been over to the right where the Oscar Mayer Wiener truck is. Uh, I visit the the Grove over there frequently. Yeah, and and that's an instant double bogey. We'll ask uh, ask Jeff more about Vince India. Uh, The PGA Tour, obviously, at Harbortown. Uh, in Hilton Head, the RBC Heritage. Webb Simpson is your leader. Uh, he's 12 under. Joaquin Neiman is out. He's 6 under through 9 this morning to get it to 11 under, tied with Bryson DeChambeau and Corey Connors. Brian Palmer is at 10 under with Matthew Fitzpatrick. So, again, uh, top-heavy leaderboard. Webb uh, won the Phoenix Open earlier this year before things were suspended. Uh, he's trying to uh, have a, a comeback of sorts for him. And uh, but he's got the putter working, uh, working. This, he made everything. Yeah. hundred and some odd feet of putts. Uh, Joaquin Neiman just birdied 10. So he is now tied seven under through 10, 12 under. And the guys this morning are going to try and go low because there's really bad weather. The storm that suspended play late yesterday afternoon. They're expecting more of those thunderstorms earlier in the afternoon. So if some of these guys in the morning can go post a score, uh, the guys teeing off later might have suspended play, might be in inclement weather. They got a chance to make up some ground. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they'll play faster. That that might help uh, Duchambeau to to move it along a little quicker. The uh, when you there's 
possibility of weather coming in. Yep. You want to keep things moving. I feel bad for the guys who were on 18 yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> the minute that horn went off, they couldn't do a thing. You know, you got to mark yep. your ball. No, there's lightning and, in the area. Yeah. You, you don't get to finish the hole. Mark it and get in. So. Yeah, and you got to get up the next morning. And Bryson DeChambeau is, uh, boy, if he ever smooths out his short game and putter, the way he's bombing it, even on these shorter courses, finding ways to go over the top, look out. Yeah, he, he's not really that good a putter. He made a bunch of putts yesterday, and I've watched him. He looks so awkward on the green. He greens. does look awkward, and the third round at Colonial yep. cost him. He had a lot of birdie opportunities there, and he just didn't make them. If he had played the third round as he did the other rounds, he probably would have won that tournament by three or four shots. Yeah, and you're not going to convince him that he needs to change. He's a man of his yep. own thoughts, and he's the smartest guy in the room no matter who's in the room. So it would be difficult to convince him that uh, the way or the uh, setup, his setup is causing him some problems. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll uh, look at the uh, final or the weekend coming up a little bit later. But coming up next, our buddy Jeff Sanders. He's the man out of the Winco Foods Portland Open. Three other tournaments on the Corn Ferry and PGA Tours. We'll chat with him next as uh, we are less than two months away uh, from the Corn Ferry Tour coming to Portland. Will fans be able to go out and watch? We'll ask him next. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 817 here back with you. Jason Swigard, Harold Bluestein. Got a search party out at La Quinta for Sanders. <laughs> so, stay tuned. Uh, we'll see if we can hunt him down. Uh, we love him. We love him. Yeah. So uh, Ted Galena of Seymour Putter is going to join us in our tip segment. And uh, while we look for uh, Mr. Sanders, uh, if I can get the board back from one... Will Darkens. Uh, let's get let's get more into this uh, Nick Watney deal. Uh, of course, you heard he didn't. He was feeling some symptoms before he left on his way to the course for round two, and then they went and uh, tested him. Found out he was positive, and uh, he, well, he was negative. Uh, he was negative when they showed up, right? And then. Uh, between Colonial and, and Heritage, uh, he, there was about a 48-hour window in which he yeah. caught this thing. So he missed the cut at the Schwab, left the bubble on his own, and flew independently into Harbortown. So he didn't take the big charter uh, that was there for all the players that finished at Colonial that were going on to Harbortown. So the PGA has bought charters, and once you're inside the bubble, if you want to stay there, then you can PGA will provide transportation, keep everybody together. There were some guys that missed the cut that stayed, worked on their games, uh, you know, watched the other, the remaining, that sort of thing. So they didn't have to worry about all the testing again, but uh, he was, uh, Nick was not one of them. So then he, when he arrived at Harbor town on Monday or Tuesday, tested again, that test was negative, but he was feeling some symptoms, woke up, didn't feel good Friday and went in. And so uh, that was the test. And then uh, turn, turns out it was positive. Uh, and so uh, Rex Hogger this morning on uh, Morning Drive with Golf Channel kind of gave us the latest. So we know that Nick Watney, as well as many other players, or actually every other player, every other caddy, every tour official was tested either on Monday or Tuesday. All of those tests came back negative. So over the course of those from Monday to Friday morning, so Nick Watney came in contact with something or someone that uh, allowed him to be infected. That's the starting point for the PGA Tour. They will not go all the way back to Austin, Texas before last week's event at Colonial. They'll essentially start Tuesday morning, Monday after he took the test, and try to figure out exactly where he was infected, whoever, wherever he came in. What are you doing over there? Hey, Will. The mouse clicked on a hot button. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get the picture. Um, so now all of those protocols that they've got in place are really going to be put to the test, and it's up to the contact tracing. And this is where guys on the PJ Tour are going to have to be totally honest, and they're going to have to trust the confidentiality that what they say, um, you know, isn't going to end up in the media, especially if they're with someone or doing something that they, they shouldn't be may not. 
would ordinarily be doing. Well, you're going to, you know, with contact tracing, you, you better be honest. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point of participating in it? Uh, I would imagine they would be, uh, they have to be very concerned. Uh, the bubble that the PGA Tour is trying to create is only as good as the players, yep. uh, as good as the people they're trying to protect, and that being the players, the caddies, and uh, and those associated with the players, uh, it's really a problem because, as I mentioned before, human nature very difficult for not for us not to shake someone's hand, not to go out. Not I'm watching it on TV. There's almost no social distancing with regard to players and caddies uh, and players and players. So. Uh, but supposedly they're within a bubble. Now, if you go outside and go to a restaurant or do something that, you know, let's go have a good time for a couple hours, it, it's got to be harmless. Uh, there's a good possibility you could contract this, this virus and bring it back to the tour. That's exactly what happened. I, I don't think that, uh, well, I I do know the PGA kind of expected this was not an if, but a when someone would bring the virus to the yeah, tour. Yeah, I mean, if you look at all the protocols, of that, and I think if you've paid attention to what's going on in other parts of the country, just in general, it it was it would be naive to think somebody at some point, with all the travel and you know people going back and forth, or somebody coming in who hadn't played that you were going to be able to get away with no positive tests. The fact that they got two tournaments and not even a a caddy or somebody within the administration or a rules official coming from somewhere uh, didn't have it. So for the most part, I mean, you're, you're looking at college football teams, you know, the, the student athletes are coming back. Clemson had this, Texas had this, uh, and just, once they get together and start working out together, boom, one person has it and then 20 guys have it. Yeah, it, it so, spreads very quickly. I think the issue here is what's the tour going to do about it? That's that's the point. That's the point I was hoping to get to with Sanders to find out. It's almost more important now to find out. I mean, you can put all the provisions and protocols in place to try and keep it out, but knowing full well at some point, there's a high probability somebody's going to contract it. Can they contain it? If well, they it, can, you know, he withdrew, he's going to quarantine for right. 10 days, so he's not eligible for the next tournament either. And then does are there no further cases? Uh, Vaughn Taylor, who was his playing partner on uh, round one, you know, he got notified right before teeing off at round two, and, and he talked about uh, kind of the thoughts that were going through his mind throughout the round. I got the news at the turn. Um, Clay came up to us and uh, felt like we should know. So um, I was a little shocked, to be honest. Um, heart started racing, got a little nervous. So, um, you know, just hope Nick's doing well and, um, you know, we get through this. Did you think about this during the round at all? Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was on our minds that second nine and um you know we were all chit-chatting about it and um you know it's hard not to think about it how are you feeling right now uh a little nervous but um but, you know I, I feel good um you know i didn't have any close contact with nick yesterday um we kept our space uh, we didn't shake hands um right after the round i washed my hands um nick never coughed or sneezed um so you know i, I feel comfortable I think the audio disguises the fact that if you saw the the video of it, he was really shaken. Yeah, uh, this had to be very difficult for him, uh, and it's it's not just from a player standpoint. It's the fact that they're looking at protecting their families also. So uh, this had to be difficult. Um, I'm not sure the appropriate time to tell these players, but that must have been a very difficult round for him to play. Yeah. And so I think it was, you know, they were going along and they were going through all the procedures, but without the reality of it, now everybody's kind of got a little different 
perspective on why it's necessary and right and you hope the contact tracing uh will work because this is going to be sort of a test model for you know all the other major team sports hockey basketball baseball trying to push forward and see a way to get uh their seasons uh, back going so if they can you know test when the test they're aware of it so constant testing you get a positive isolation quarantine will that isolate it or is it too late at that point and well, um well the tour is the tour officials are being pretty tough here and yeah. they've told players now, whether our listeners are aware or not if you do test positive and you're unable to play they do have a, a stipend available they're going to help you out financially I guess. Yeah, uh, and Nick Watney's is an accomplished enough player where I don't think he's too worried about, you know, the lost opportunity. He's he's won some tournaments. He's made himself a little career. So well, they're telling players though, if you yeah, if you're not honest with us and take precautions, then you can forget us helping you out at all. Right. All we're going to do is lock you up for ten to to 14 days pretty much yeah and then you can come back and try to play yep so uh that's uh that's what's going on there and we'll certainly keep an eye on it when we come back uh we'll get to uh time for the tips learn more about seymour putters we've got a a couple of 250 dollars gift certificates courtesy of seymour putters uh, to give away if uh you haven't uh, you need something good for dad makes a great gift or uh, dads if you were disappointed uh, not expecting much uh, get yourself your own gift uh, with the fitting but we'll talk to him uh, about Seymour putters but also uh, the importance of fitting and what goes into fitting a putter versus fitting irons or or woods and drivers Ted Galena joins us next we make the turn it's golf in the northwest on 1080 the fan Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to Ask the Pro on Golf in the Northwest. Brought to you on the fan by Laurelhurst Market. 8.30 this morning, Center and Saint coming up at 9, and then following uh, them at 11, it'll be uh, another uh, Ducks Classic, the 2014 Civil War for you. Uh, that's the lineup here today on the fan. Uh, but right now... Uh, Joining us, very pleased to have uh, joining us for the first time, Ted Galena. He's the global ambassador for Seymour Putters. He's director of the tour and the Seymour Putter Institute. As uh, we've got uh, we've got a couple of gift certificates to give away a little bit later in the show. But uh, for Seymour Putters, uh, we talked to Jim a couple of weeks ago, kind of about uh, uh, what he what went into founding kind of his first Seymour uh, Putters and the company itself and the product. But Ted, we're very glad to uh, have you here with us today, focusing more on on the fitting aspect and why it's so important to to match the right putter to the player. Uh, good morning, Ted. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Well, we are doing well. Hopefully you're doing uh, well, too. Maybe uh, talk a little bit about working with uh, the tour players or the the uh, very accomplished uh, professionals out there with what you do with the Seymour uh, Institute, a little bit about uh, kind of the, the technical aspects of what you're dealing with on a regular basis. Sure, no problem at all. Again, thanks for having me on. It, you know, the funny thing is working out on tour and working with uh, – the average golfer or top amateur or college golfer, the same questions that these tour guys and girls have are almost exactly the same questions that, you know, our amateur golfers have or, or top am, um, uh, lower handicap have. And it's, it's something that is just basic. They don't understand sometimes how important posture is, how important setup is, how important ball position is. So the ability to show them how to get into a consistent setup, a consistent ball position, that will then lead to a consistent stroke day in and day out. And I tell people all the time, you know, it doesn't matter if you're making a 5, 10, or 15-foot putt, 25-foot putt, you're having the same setup every single time for every single putt. So the consistency of doing it the same way allows you to – finally understand what a good putt feels like and that's what rifle scope technology does the red dot and two white lines behind the the putter shaft is that it gives you some type of feedback either as a training aid on the putting green or even out there on the golf course and that's why 
I enjoy teaching it to the tour guides. They get it right away, and then when our amateurs, higher handicappers get it, you just see the ball roll. They start seeing the ball roll in the cup, and it just starts feeding off, and they feel more and more confident about making a putting stroke. Ted, well, you're a PGA professional, as I am, and an instructor. Uh, you mentioned setup position. Uh, let's uh, share with our listeners some of the benchmarks of a good setup. Great question. What we try to look at is a good natu- uh, natural posture. So, um, you know, taking, if you're uh, feet are shoulder width apart, slight knee bend, um, everything, your shoulders, hips, and feet are all square to your intended target line. And what this allows, and we even have a, a small uh, SPI yoga ball, or you can use a, just a little water bottle and hold that in your hands, bend at your hip points, not at your back, but your hip points, Start swinging your arms back and forth, and now we call that a natural arc stroke. You're not manipulating the stroke at all. You're not using your hands to get involved with the putting stroke. You're using more of your bigger muscles. So you're sitting in a nice natural posture. You're set up, again, your feet are square, your shoulders, your hips are square. And as if I'm standing beside you, I could cut you in half in both halves fall equal distance away from one another. It's a nice, natural setup. And this allows you to do it the same way every single time, sort of like shooting free throws in basketball. You're going to do the same routine over and over again. You might miss a free throw shot, but the more times you do it the same way in the same position, now you start learning what that good free throw shot feels like, and that's the same thing with the golf swing. It's almost as if it's, for instance, you know, think of a wedge shot or a, a six-iron shot. You want a good natural posture, a good natural setup, and that's what we try to teach our players. If we can do that the same way every single time, then the consistency becomes a lot easier and you start seeing more putts go in the hole. I'm a believer that 80% of our poor shots come from poor setup, regardless of the club you might have in your hand. Uh, you mentioned the natural stroke. And so there's a misconception here of whether I should take the putter head straight back and straight through or whether there actually is an arc. Uh, which one is it? Great. It, it, you're, it's a combo of both, to be quite honest with you. We have a great video on our website that showcased this. And so the it, it's actually, we call it a natural arc stroke, again, so we don't want you to feel like you're going straight back, straight through, and we don't want you to feel like you're whipping your hands inside and out. So if I can get you again in that nice posture, you're going to go up and inside, back down, up and inside. And the nice thing about Seymour, that red dot will have you in the same ball position. I think that's the one thing most people don't understand a whole lot is how important ball position is in the putting stroke. Mm-hmm. So if I can have a consistent ball position every single time, then that putter face is going to come square every single time, and you learn to hit through the putt or release, air quotes, release the club head through the putt instead of holding on to it and sort of pushing it down the line. Ted Galina, our guest, global ambassador for Seymour Putters. Uh, we'll have a, a little gift certificate to, to give away here in a few minutes. But uh, for for the just the avid golfer average handicap out there when they come in sometimes all the, the the technical stuff that they hear is intimidating where do you like to start you mentioned ball position um but where do you like to start with them for a fitting to get them to feel comfortable and not intimidated by the process great another great question what we try to do is if you're standing in front of me and after you're bringing in your putter you're coming in to get help, trying to become a little bit better. I see five, six, seven of your putting strokes. Then what I try to do, I very politely say, what we're trying to do, we're going to gradually break you down and build you up with a nice, solid foundation. So in our our thought, it's really first getting the basic fundamentals of golf down, posture, stance, and alignment. And if I can teach you to do that and show you the why, 
the posture is so important, why stance is so important, then that starts leading to you becoming more consistent in that setup. So we look at setup, and then also so important is we take a quick measurement of, we call it a knuckle-to-floor measurement, to see a starting, that's just a starting point of what length of putter you're using. So I can get you in a great setup and great ball position, but if you have too short of a putter, then all of a sudden your eyes, we feel, are going to be way too over the golf ball, and that's going to lead you to being stuck a little bit when you take that putter head back. If you have too long of a putter, you're too far away from the ball, your ways, your eyes are outside um, the putter head, and now all of a sudden you bring that putter head way back inside, and you're going to finish off to right field for a right-handed golfer. So, again, length of putter and posture play a big part. Well, the other piece, uh, you know, people are familiar with loft when it comes to, you know, woods and drivers or yep. wedges, those sorts of things. But people assume, I think, that the flatter is, or the putter is absolutely dead straight flat on the blade. But to what degree does loft come into the fitting process? We All of our Seymour putters are at, at two and a half degree of loft. So with our ball position for a right-handed golfer, we find that just left of zipper, is a nice consistent ball position that allows you again to hide the red dot and see to the two white lines during at address and so when that ball comes in at a nice natural no manipulated stroke by getting that putter head at two and a half degrees aloft it's going to come up out of its uh indention just a hair then back down as quickly as possible starting on the roll we've tested loft three and a half one and a half and we found two and a half is the best just as a starting point. Now, in, in a fitting, depending on different types of greens, we might need to tweak it to three, and we might need to tweak it down to two. Uh, but very rarely do we ever do anything way up above four, uh, anything on those lines, because that, in our mind, showing us that you're, you're, you got your hands a big, far forward press. You're sort of pushing it down the line. Uh, so that sort of shows a flag if a fitter or instructor calls that in to us. Ted, you've worked with uh, Zach Johnson, Russell Knox, uh, some tour players. I just got a new uh, putter from uh, from Cody Hale. Uh, it's a mini giant deep flange. I think that's the same one Zach Johnson's using, although I'm sure he's using it to more success than I am. Uh, <laughs> all the, and But I just got it this week, so I've been out on the golf course twice. Uh, I'm making the adjustment. It's a face-balanced putter at impact, which yeah. is, can you explain to our listeners what that means and how it benefits the player? Yes, very. So majority of our, well, all of our straight shafts, center shafts, near center shafts, small mounts and blades are face-balanced at impact. So what that means is that the face will come through at square at impact without any manipulation. It's engineered that way, torque-free, balance to plane, or some other things that people call that. So, again, you don't have to feel like you have to uh, force your hands to make that stroke. And, And an example of that is sometimes with big mallet putters, heel shafted, offset, uh, they have a tendency to open up at impact. So there's another great video on our website that showcased this. So if you put the putter head out at a playing angle, hold the end of it, that face will go on a, on a big mallet. It's going to want to open up at impact. So subconsciously, what we find a whole lot is that people have very good aim to begin with, but because sometimes they're using a different putter that wants to open up at impact, Without them thinking about it, that putter head opens up and the ball shoots to the right. Well, okay, after doing that two or three times, that must be where I'm aimed. So people are basing their putts off of where they're missed, their putting stroke off of where they're missed. So now all of a sudden they start aiming a little bit left, okay, make a putt because that putter face is open. Great. I'm, I'm hitting it down the line. I'm making them. And then they're missed because they're still aiming a little bit left. They feel like it's a pull, but they're actually making a pretty good putt because they're hitting through that putt, and that's where they're aimed. So you see a lot of people, you probably hear, when they're putting, they're either they're on and making everything, or when they are off, they can't hit the side of the barn because they're basing their missed putt 
off of where it ends up, and that's actually what a good stroke feels like. Ted Galena, Global Ambassador for Seymour Putters. It is S-E-E-M-O-R-E dot com. Uh, the website there to get all the information, uh, find a, a fitter in the area, and uh, check them out. You're still Now you're still doing the social media, too? Yeah, I, I am, yes. I mean, that, well. Man, Jim you know, better give you a raise. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, you know how it is when you're a small company. Yep. Boss says, uh, what's this Twitter thing or what's this Instagram <laughs> thing? And, and with four people in the office, you know, it, it, it's very easy for him to point to somebody and say, okay, pro, you learn how to do that. So that's, you know, it's like, okay, I'll learn, go learn how to do that. So oh, well, we appreciate you taking some time for us here this morning. Uh, we've got a couple of gift certificates uh, to give away to our listeners here this morning. Hopefully we'll make a couple of fathers happy on Father's Day weekend. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, best of luck. I know Harold's pretty excited uh, for his new putter. And so uh, we'll get some updates from him as he gets it dialed in. That's awesome. And our saying is we don't want to hear this. Is not going to be the last time we hear from you guys. It's going to be the first time that we talk to all of our players and, and uh, students. So don't be, don't feel, feel free to reach out to us anytime. We're always happy to help. Thanks oh, for having me on, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks so much, Ted. Take care. See you, guys. Thank you. All righty. Ted Galena there with Seymour Putters. And uh, we'll clear the phone lines here. We'll get uh, we'll be, get ready. We're going to give away the first uh, gift certificate here in a moment. But I know how uh, you've been pretty pleased so far with, with it. You haven't used it too much, but I know you're excited about it. Well, I certainly am. But I can tell you there's an adjustment. Anytime you change putters, oftentimes we'll switch putters and we're making everything. We think this is you know, the the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, I'm a feel putter. Uh, I go by the feel of the ball off the putter face and the sound that it makes, and I'm making an adjustment there. Uh, Ted is right about ball position. I've had to adjust a little bit more forward in my stance. That's not like a full ball width. We're talking about maybe a third of a ball forward but the ball is rolling so much better so he mentioned face balancing one thing if you want to test the face balance of your putter hold it by the grip between your index and thumb with your left hand and then take a golf ball and tap against the face of the putter and you will notice if you tap at the center where the line is the top line is your putter will bounce straight back. If you deviate right and left of that line, the putter head will twist. With my putter, this this uh, new Seymour putter, I can go off that line and the putter head still bounces straight back. So that means it's face balanced at impact. I can make a stroke that is slightly off center and the ball will roll true. It may not roll the same distance I want it to as one that was hit off the center, but it will stay online. And that's a big adjustment for me to make. I don't have to manipulate my hands at all to make a good stroke. Well, we're going to uh, make a couple of our listeners uh, pretty happy. They can experience the same thing. Uh, Seymour's been kind enough uh, to give us two more $250 gift certificates. Uh, it will include a custom-built Seymour uh, putter to their specs, up to $250 in value. Uh, they'll get a free phone fitting or Zoom fitting. It lasts about 20 minutes uh, to make sure they get it dialed in. We'll take the fourth caller right now at 503-250-1080. That's the fourth caller, 503-250-1080. Uh, we'll do one now. We'll do one another one before we get out of here. Thanks to Seymour Putters. When we come back, I've got an update on the latest from Nick Watney. Uh, testing positive for COVID. Uh, we've got some uh, news from some of the contact tracing out there, and uh, we'll take a final look at what to expect this weekend out at the RBC Heritage as early morning guys in round three are going low. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. Hey, 49 here, wrapping things up. We'll clear the phones in a little bit. We'll give one more gift certificate uh, away to see more putters, $250. That'll get you a uh, towards a custom-built putter plus the uh, 20 minute zoom uh, phone fitting again see more s-e-e-m-o-r-e dot com slash putters uh, 
You going to call in? You no, can't, can't no, win, no, no. can you? <laughs> I can't win. I'm not eligible. So uh, I'm Although you to could see, use though, it, Potter. Well, I'm trying to see uh, because I've got a Scotty Cameron that yeah. I, I really like. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting it dialed in. Line has been very good. i got to get it re-gripped. I think my, my boys out, uh, Torgan and Joey, going to help me out getting uh, getting one of those big, thicker. I just got to get my hands out of it so I can be more consistent with speed. But really happy with line. I'm I'm putting it where I'm aiming. That, there you go. And that's the whole point of it. If uh, it, grip size is really important yeah. because if the grip is too small or in the other, if it's too large, there's a tendency to manipulate your your hands and your yeah. wrists. Just and too you, much. I'm you just, want to avoid I'm just squeezing the life out of the thing. I need to back that off. So yeah, you might try breathing while you're putting too. Oh, I've watched I'm you hold your breathe? breath. Yeah. Well, on your full swing in, mm-hmm. yeah, you go. Hey! I, and uh, I step back when I when I see you do that because <laughs> I don't know whether you're going to explode or or what. Well. <laughs> Well, more of them go in, less, you know, more two putts. I had a lot of tap-in pars the other morning, which I like. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're starting to get the hang of this here. It looks like the phones are cleared, so let's give away that second one. $250 gift certificate for Seymour putters uh, for a custom-built putter and the uh, Zoom fitting, 503-250-1080. Caller number four again, 503-250-1080. And uh, we'll make somebody else's uh, Father's Day happy. Okay, this is from uh, Steve DiMeglio who has uh, covered the tour for a number of years for USA Today, uh, from Hilton Head saying veteran caddy Tony Navarro uh, was uh, cleaning uh, short iron at the range at Harbortown Leagues Friday morning. His boss, Nick Watney, uh, said we're not going off today. But it looks like uh, that 10 others have tested negative. Nick Watney is feeling better. So the contact tracing is going down. They are administering tests, and it looks like they might dodge a huge bullet here, and uh, it might not be any more uh, than just Nick Watney. So his caddy's going to have to uh, contain, uh, and let's see who else, Don Gadbury, who caddies uh, for Brendan Todd, was also in the house, so they were sharing a house. He's moved into a new place. They've got to self-quarantine for 10 to 14 days. So uh, they're working through the protocols. It looks like everybody is cooperating. So hopefully, uh, if they can work through this, like I said, this will be not so much that somebody tested positive, but if they can isolate it and as soon as they are made aware, go through all the proper protocols and not let this spread, that's even maybe more of a positive for the tour than somebody finding out they've got the COVID. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, they they did uh, suspect that someone would test positive eventually, but they didn't want this to exponentially explode. And and that's, uh, it's good. That's, that's good news right now. We'll kind of hold our breath and yeah, see so, what happens in the next couple of days. Yeah, so there were 11 people tested in total, including his uh, caddy, all tested negative. There were secondary tests, so the results of those uh, tests will be available late today or Sunday morning. Uh, so they are following up initially because we know the, the virus the incubation period sometimes can, can sit there and percolate for a while before the symptoms show up. So. Right. Yeah, this can be quick. Uh, you can get it quickly, and hopefully Nick Watney uh, gets over it very quickly. You know, we're, uh, we were just talking about putters, uh, Seymour putters, and uh, a guy who's been putting pretty good uh, is Jordan Spieth, uh, in addition to uh, Webb Simpson. So Webb's been putting out of his mind. Spieth's been making bombs, but then he's been bricking five-footers. I don't know what's going he's on. He's always been that way. So, he has always struggled uh, on the short ones yeah. and makes 20-footers. So Spieth's kind of all over the place. He had another round. He had a triple and eight birdies. Uh, I think that was round one. So he finished five under. So... Boy, if he can just dial it in a little bit, he's prepared to go deep. Webb Simpson just made everything. Uh, 185 feet or something Yeah, like he's that. made 254 feet of putts through two rounds. That is first this week. Uh, but Oof. the guy maybe to watch out for 
is Dustin Johnson. He hasn't put it in a bunker. He hasn't had to have he hasn't had a sand save opportunity through two rounds. He's second right now in proximity to the hole at 23 feet five inches amongst all the players. If he can start making some putts there now around the green, shots gained around the green. Uh, he's negative. He's 116th. So if he, when he doesn't hit the green, if he can get the the chipping dialed in a little bit, he could shoot up the leaderboard. The problem for the guys playing this afternoon, he's four off the lead starting. He's eight under. Well, what you see here is a lot of the bombers have learned how to hit it long off the tee. Dustin Johnson, uh, uh, Bryce Duchambeau, uh, and sometimes not that they neglect the short game because they do focus on it, uh, but it is a weaker part of their game. They need to yep. hit greens to score. Uh, Dustin Johnson did not play well last week, and it's good to see him playing well. I, I'm always uh, wondering what gets him charged up to play, what gets him excited to play. He never looks like he is. Uh uh, but I want to go back to Spieth for a moment. Uh, it's been three years since he's done anything. Yeah, the 07 British Open. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, know, you can was, see all the pieces and parts. He's put rounds together. He hasn't put four rounds together yet. Right. Uh, yeah, he's had a tough weekend. I want to see how his weekend goes. It wasn't that bad last week. Uh no, there's a lot of good, and then for whatever reason, he'll just hit a shot that goes absolutely sideways, or he'll, like I said, he'll three or four. He had a four putt uh, at Colonial one day. Who does he remind you of? What other player who has a shot that goes sideways every now and then and well, loses? Me. <laughs> How about Phil Mickelson? No, yep. and uh, they seem very, very similar in this roller coaster type of uh, of rounds. Uh, so who do you think this week has, uh, has a chance to, you know, I was all wrong last week. I watch said, out for Ma- watch out for Matthew Fitzpatrick. Okay. I know he's, a, he's a young, uh, Englishman. People may not be too familiar with watch out for him. I think the weather's going to be a big, we saw Joaquin Neiman going nuts this morning. Uh, he is now tied for the lead. He's at 12 under doc. Redmond's got it six under on his round today. Carlos Ortiz is now at 10 under overall four under, uh, this morning. So, um, some low rounds are being posted. John Rahm is five under through 15. So how close can these morning guys get versus the leaders? When are they going to tee off? Are they going to have, are they going to be able to finish the round? I think that's going to go a long way in determining uh, what we see on Sunday. Yeah. And guys who can play in the wind, if the wind kicks up, uh, it's going to be difficult for some of them. There you go. Uh, Thanks again to Ted Galena. We're still have a posse out for Jeff Sanders. We'll see if we can uh, hunt him down. All of the uh, guys over at the Winco are uh, anxiously scurrying and trying to find him. So uh, Ryan Fowler, Ryan Tahara, hopefully we can hunt him down for you and get some uh, get some more details on the Winco for you next week. That'll do it. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Enjoy your golf. Thanks again to Will Darkins for Harold. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. How tight it is. Features uh, in Europe. Uh, oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.